Happy Monday and welcome to the Weekly Noodle, the official podcast of Spaghetti Records. Each week we feature a release from a Spaghetti Records artist and give you a look behind the scenes of the writing, recording, and creative process. I'm Ben, and this week we'll be looking at Pimp Lady, a uh, killer cut from the upcoming debut album from Spaghetti Records recording artist Weird Aliens. Right here from the group, I have Bill. Hi, Ben. Good to be here. Fantastic to have you um, in presence and spirit. Uh, We're going to talk today about a very cool track off of your album. Uh, This one is... Of course, Pimp Lady. I have to be honest, when I first saw the title of this track and heard you're doing this, uh, I just thought, why? Why? Why one more? One more of the many, many, many (laughs) tired out songs about the Pimp Lady. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's a rock and roll cliche at this point, right? The Pimp Lady. Yeah. 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 I got to say, pretty courageous to... uh, to do yet another version <laughs> except now uh having experienced it i gotta say you have totally uh done a fresh take on it a nice oh. take it smells good <laughs> <laughs> well thank you yeah well no I'm, I'm glad to have redefined for you what uh you know the tired old institution of the the pimp lady has to offer you really have done a totally unique take on it and i'm uh obviously um there's feeling behind it and in and uh and excitement and and inspiration. I was curious where that inspiration came from. Um well, just in general, 70s funk music. Just a love of 70s funk and a desire to kind of pay pay an homage, if you will. Well, you have paid in full, my friend, and then some interest. It is a wonderful song and uh, later we'll dig into the details a little more. So right now we have Pimp Lady by Weird Aliens.
Love it so much. Got some soul after that one. I do, before I was soulless. But now I feel pretty good. Uh, where to start, but let's start at the end. That ending, that outro, the gang vocals. I love it. Where'd it come from? Awesome. Yeah, well, it, it was fun to uh, record. I like how it turned out. That's actually the only sort of structural part of the song that I didn't write. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was actually Andrew Martin who you're familiar with, oh, yeah. Yeah, Spaghetti yeah, sure. Records uh, recording artist. Yeah, I basically had the song, Pimp Lady, pretty much complete, written and recorded, but without an outro. And I had sent it to him, kind of saying, hey, check out the song, you know, but I don't have an outro. And he sent back just uh, an acoustic demo, basically, of him strumming and kind of singing that vocal line, you know. And then I had the idea to to layer it and make it kind of a group thing. And really, that just all comes back to that, 70s funk tradition you know the kind of group vocal some of the bands i like did that uh war funkadelic of course groups mm -hmm. like that you know would have that big group vocal thing going um sly and the family stone did that sometimes, oh yeah i think yeah. you know um yeah kind of it's just good energy it sounds like a big band it's like a sing-along um that's uh, Leia singing with me. She's a Spaghetti Records recording artist. I'm sure we'll hear more from her later. Um, I got to now. I got to interject. It, I was curious if that is that the pimp lady we're hearing at the end of the track. You know, I don't know. It's. Uh, I guess maybe the listener is going to have to decide for themselves mm, on yes. that one whether they're hearing the the pimp lady. We all herself. have to decide for ourselves. <laughs> But yeah, that vocal outro is, is just fantastic. I was almost honestly clapping here at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> joining in, feeling yeah. It's a toe tapper. Yeah, yeah toe tapper, a <laughs> hand clapper. Yeah, oh, all those things. Yeah, a little button snapper. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and uh, a great way to end the song. Now, as far as the beginning of the song... It starts off with this really cool sounding, uh, funky repeating riff. What, what is going, can I ask? Yeah. What the, is that? Sure. The wah-wah thing. You know, it's actually, it's a keyboard. Uh, some people think it's a guitar when they first hear it. I was, what I was trying to emulate was the kind of that Stevie Wonder, higher ground superstition, um, whatever he's got going, that electric piano, clavinet, mm, Wurlitzer, mm -hmm. whatever it is with the run through a wah-wah. Um, you know, I, I did the poor man's version. It's just a Yamaha keyboard. Um, <laughs> and uh, the setting, what came out of the keyboard, you know, sounded nothing. If I were to play it right now, you know, the setting sounds nothing like what, what's on the record. I, it's got a filter and uh, wah-wah pedal, obviously. Um, I, you know, I like it, though, because... And this kind of plays out to a lot of the instruments on this track. With the effects you use and how you use these instruments, they don't always sound like the instrument they are. And they sound like something almost a hybrid, uh, you know, um, an in-between instruments. And 
I think that adds a level of mystique and a unique sonic footprint to to yeah. this track. Cool. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a production track. Is kind of I think of it that way. You know, um, most any instrument or vocal on it isn't left alone. It's got some, you know, kind of out of the box production going on it that makes it you know different different than you'd typically hear. Yeah, it is, and I think is part of why this song is so refreshing and fun and exciting. Speaking of fun and exciting, whoa, that guitar solo just yeah. Whew, take a listen. It's hot. It's, I don't know how else to say it. it. (laughs) (laughs) You're humble, but, uh, you know, I definitely wanted to just at least take a minute to talk about that because um, there's so much I love about it. And um, this is clearly a funk song, but for whatever reason, um, I hear a little bit of uh, Dean DeLeo in there from Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, Something in the, you know, while, you know, he's a good guitarist, it's his guitar tools aren't typical all the time and but it has injected with some adrenaline some unpredictability some some sweat in there uh and that's what i hear in your in your guitar solo there cool yeah i'll take that uh comparison great guitarist i didn't necessarily have him or any other guitarist in mind when i wrote it and recorded it i think probably about half of the solo I heard, you know, the, the, the riffing in my head and then just recreated it. And the other half was just completing that. And, uh, yeah, there's some natural overdrive on it. Um, I like to drive the amp all the way, you know, and, um, Oh, I can hear that. Yeah. A little bit of wah, wah kind of just, just left in a given position, almost like a filter, you know, some different guitarists that I like played that way you know, going way back. And so I do that sometimes. So yeah, the touch of wah-wah, some, some mm-hmm. overdrive and, uh, you know, just kind of tried to play kind of fast, hit some, some good notes in there, but you know, focus you, on the so one. many good notes to hit in there. I don't think yeah. I heard one bad note. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking about thinking about looking around the studio and you got the, you know, the guitar amps and, and the, and the keyboard and the bass. And, uh, you know, sometimes it gets crowded. Where did you fit in, the turntable for that record scratching yeah good question um well you know actually i wish i could say it was uh actual record scratching that i got decks and and did that it's actually a sample um i just got a good sample and and altered it you know uh slowed it down changed the the tempo to match and and filtered it and that kind of thing it's such a cool Um, thing to drop in there where did you get the idea you know uh the bomb squad all the way uh (laughs) public enemy yeah no uh yeah it was that was the influence for it was 80s uh you know i love that old hip-hop brooklyn uh 80s hip-hop stuff and i guess that's one element that isn't so much 70s funk but uh that was that was the inspiration for it. it was my first foray into you know record scratching like i said i i, I like all that old stuff so yeah well i kind of like tip that of the it, hat it's a tip of the hat it's not 
pulled directly from the funk genre. And I think that kind of like the in-between sounds, the instruments, it gives us this in-between genre, unique feel. What's old is new. It's It sounds so cool and it makes this track its own. Cool, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on and it's it's definitely one of my favorite uh, tracks off of Commodore. Um, mm. You know, it's a production piece, a lot of interesting stuff, you know, in the parts and the arrangement and the sound of each track. Yeah, definitely, definitely keeps you listening. So on that note, I think we'll probably leave you hanging on uh, more stuff from Commodore uh, until future podcast. That's a wrap for this week. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Noodle, the official podcast of Spaghetti Records. Join us next week when we debut the new single, Hey Girl, from Spaghetti Records recording artist Wind Me Up. We'll be sitting down in the studio with the front man of Wind Me Up to go over the inspiration behind that track and all the ins and outs of recording it. Till then, I'm Ben. Keep it saucy, noodleheads. Join us next week for when we debut for for stuff. We'll bring you stuff. <laughs> the Weekly Noodle is the official podcast of Spaghetti Records. All audio materials herein are hereby property of Spaghetti Records and relevant subsidiary parties. Trademark, copyright, secret recipe. Unauthorized duplication of authorized noodles is uncouth, rude, and generally frowned upon. The Weekly Noodle is made possible for listeners like you.